Welcome to the Axial Spondyloarthritis Podcast, hosted by me, Jason Sacco. I'm a longtime spondy looking to bring the community closer to give the community a voice. I'll be reaching out to organizations, doctors, nutritionists, and anyone that I think can help increase our spondy quality of life. Enjoy and learn what is available to make your life better. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Axial Spondyloarthritis Podcast. I wanted to talk this week about something that all of us with axial spondyloarthritis are going to deal with at some time, and that's treatment disappointment. Well, what do I mean by that? Well, I see it a lot in the forums online as I go through and look at the different discussions on axial spondyloarthritis. And treatment disappointment is you maybe are so excited to try a new medication, you're in so much pain, you think it might help, you want it to help, you take it, and it doesn't help. What do you do? What do we do? All this hype, all this waiting, waiting for insurance companies to approve it, waiting to get my hands on it, got to try it. If it's a biologic as an example, it might take, oh, I don't know, six months for it to even kick in, but it hasn't kicked in. It's been three months. It's been two months. It's been two weeks. Well, I heard others say that they felt good after just two shots. How come I'm six months into it and I don't feel good? And it's just a myriad of issues that can come about from medications and treatments not having the desired effect on you that you see or read about them having on others. And that's one of the big reasons I really dislike the questions that I see online when somebody comes in and says, well, I'm about to start this. What are you, you know, what are the side effects? Well, we're all different. Hopefully you have zero side effects. That's the main thing. But talk to your doctor, look at the package, figure out what potential side effects might be. Then when you take the medicine, you are very aware based upon what the medication says, not what other people say, because everybody's going to react to it differently. And that's what you really, really got to come to grips with is that when you start a medication, it may or may not work. And that is so difficult and challenging. We're all in immense amounts of pain at various times, at various spots in our bodies. And we all come into this with a different mental state. But ultimately, what we all want is some type of normalcy, some type of a reduction of pain and back to maybe the life that we remembered or that we want to have or think that we have the ability to have, but maybe AS is holding us back. And so with that said, I was looking around a little bit and I happened to come across an article on ankylosingspondylitis.net. Now, if you're not on that website, there's ankylosingspondylitis.net and axialspondyloarthritis.net. If you're not on those two websites, you're really missing out. There's fantastic information, articles that are written by, you know, people just like you and I that are sharing their experiences and their trials and tribulations as they deal with AS. And so there's a forum that I help moderate called Living with Ankylosing Spondylitis. And the person who started that's name is Jed Finley. And so I happen to be looking on ankylosingspondylitis.net and I came across an article that Jed wrote right on this topic and in it he talks about the article's titled and I'll have a link in the show notes the article's titled it's not working dealing with treatment disappointment and he sums it up really really well and he starts off the article by saying try this it'll totally change your life this amazing drug is now over the counter I use it every day all I need is 100 milligrams of this and I'm pain-free all day he says then you try it nothing happens. You give it a week, a month, 
and you don't feel good. You feel, as he says, crappy. You feel just like you did before. You don't notice any change. And you start to think, well, is it me? Am I the one not responding? Am I the one doing something different than everybody else that's maybe experiencing some type of relief from it? And you think, it didn't change my life. What what am I going to do? How am I going to adjust to this? Well, this is, as he says, all too common. And believe me when I say you're not alone. Jed has dealt with this as we all have. Axial spondyloarthritis is very widespread and diverse disease, and finding a treatment that works for everyone is like launching a basketball in space and hitting an inhabited planet. It's a lot of blind guessing and trial and error. And so he goes on to talk about here is how he deals with treatment disappointment. Treat everything with a grain of salt, he says. He says, you know, understand that not everything is going to work for you Not everything is going to clear up the pain and stiffness that you deal with based upon suggestions that others have said. You've got to really get down and dig into it with your doctor because you're different than me. I'm different than you, and we're all different, and we're all going to react differently to everything. So he says, from my experience, it takes about a month for a new treatment to really work. If after a month you can honestly say it's not worth your time and money, feel free to stop, he says. Even if 90% of your support group says it's the best treatment under the sun, don't be discouraged if it doesn't work for you. 10% is still a sizable number in our community if it doesn't work. So remember, you're not alone. Even though 9 out of 10 people might have a great result with Humira, but if you're the one person that doesn't, move on. Try another one. Don't place so much hope in it. Go into it with the eyes open and the idea that it might work, it might not, I might need to move on. And so he says, try something new. Every failed treatment is an opportunity to try something new. There are now countless treatments that patients like us can try. NSAIDs, DMARs, biologics, and supplements. Goes on to say, when I was diagnosed, there weren't any of these, and now it's like a Vegas buffet of options. And that's so true. When I was diagnosed, the best they could do is some naproxen and say, good luck, hope you do well. It wasn't until 20-some-odd years after diagnosis that even the first biologic became available, and it was probably another five or eight years before I even tried one. And so there's so many options that you can use to tackle it now and get so much farther ahead in control that were not options for many of us diagnosed years and years and decades ago. It goes on to say, talk to your doctor, find out what options you can try and which ones are safe to try together. Then go at it like a championship boxer. Pump yourself up, get excited, prepare for a fight, and know you're going to win. But at the same time, be realistic. Don't put all your hope into it. This is just one opponent that you're going to go after and you're going to try and use to beat axial spondyloarthritis. So if it doesn't happen, don't take the mindset that it's a failure. That's one of the main things I absolutely hate is when I see the comments, I failed this drug, I failed that drug. You didn't fail anything. It just didn't work. Saying that you failed it makes absolutely zero sense because the drug doesn't know anything about you. The drug works or it doesn't work. You move on. You didn't fail anything. Drug just didn't work. That just is a pet peeve of mine. I'll get down off my soapbox now. Jed goes on to talk about also know when to quit. When it's coming to treating axial spondyloarthritis, there is a lot of brand loyalty. He says like, try this, try that. Some patients stay on the same biologic for a decade and they're doing fantastic. But then one day it stops working. This happens to almost every patient that Jed's talked to who's stuck by their treatment. I've been in ABC for 12 years, but it just wasn't getting the relief I once felt. If this happens, it's okay to quit. It's that same mindset. You didn't fail anything. 
the medication just stopped working. That is one of the very frustrating things about AS is there is no way to tell at this point what type of biologic is going to work for you and which one's not going to work. So you just have to go ahead and try them all. Try them as you move through. I did many episodes ago, I had an interview with Dr. Fox from the University of Michigan's Rheumatology Hospital, and he mentioned that one of the things they are working on is trying to develop a blood type test that would tell which biologic would work better for you versus other ones. They're not there yet, but it is great to know that things like that are coming for us. So even though your treatment is biologic, it's not conscious. It will never know if you quit it and move on to something else. No feelings will get hurt, and it won't sit in the corner crying. Most of you will laugh at that as he writes, but others will know exactly what I'm talking about. In the treatment world, brand loyalty runs high. You can point to TV and say, that's what I'm using. I'm on Team Phil Mickelson or Cindy Lauper or whoever. But Phil and Cindy don't know. They don't care. They got their paychecks. They moved on. And end of story. So if it's not working, quit. Move on to the next one. No tears. No, I failed anything. Nothing failed you. Just move on. Also, the big thing that you hear a lot of is the use of CBD and medical marijuana. So Jed goes on to say, I wanted to close with some things that are controversial treatment options, which is cannabis and its derivatives. Goes on to say, as more and more states have legalized both recreational and medicinal marijuana, more and more legal treatment options have become available. And this, for Jed, has led to some frustration. Where he lives, even though they legalized cannabis, it doesn't always mean that it is available to everyone. For example, he says, I work for a public school district, and the day after my state of Missouri legalized medicinal marijuana, our principals held a school-wide meeting to inform us, just because it's legal in this state does not mean it's legal here. We don't do drug testing, but if you are injured and are required to see a doctor to determine workman's comp, you will be tested, and they do not want to see it in your system. So basically, he was told, don't use any type of marijuana for pain relief. You can't go to pain clinics and get pain medication because of the opiate epidemic that was created by the pharmaceutical industry so that now patients that really need that medication are virtually unable to get it when something new comes along like medicinal marijuana, because it is illegal at the federal level, that creates a lot of issues at the state level. And your job can be determined by medication treatments, unfortunately. And so like it or not, you have to be very aware of that. Also, it's not the right treatment for everyone. For starters, not everybody wants to try medicinal marijuana. That's fine. Second, when it comes to CBD and other derivatives, there's still a lot that is unknown. It's not like there's a formula that these companies need to follow, nor do they need to prove that it actually works. So if you want to go out and spend 60, 100, 200 bucks and see what you think, that's great. That's you know a way to get some maybe some edibles, see how you react to it, see how it helps you, and then you can move on from there. There is some peer pressure though, and so when you log on to any axial spondyloarthritis support group, you'll hear people going wild for medical marijuana or it's CBD derivatives. It's the best medicine. I'm off pharmaceuticals because of it. I use it every day. It's changed my life and blah, 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 blah. That's great, but that doesn't mean it's going to do the same for you. Also, example for myself, I like to recreational shoot at the shooting range. I have a large number of firearms. I like to hunt. If you get a medical marijuana card and you have that in your possession, you're no longer at the federal level able to own firearms. This is, again, for the United States. I apologize it's not going to be applicable to anybody outside the United States. So I appreciate you just hanging with me for this in just a moment. So if you own firearms and you get a medical marijuana card, 
you are technically supposed to turn over all ammunition and all weapons to somebody else, whether it be the sheriff, a family member, whoever. If you do that, make sure you do all the requisite paperwork to show that you've transferred it. So there are a lot of drawbacks because marijuana is illegal at the federal level that cause issues for you at this, you know, and can cause issues for you. Ultimately, if it's not working, I want you to know how much your treatment is important to you. We know that you know, you're so excited to try these new medications, anything that might relieve the pain, I completely get it. But make sure that if it's not working for you, move on to the next thing. Talk to your doctor. Hey, this didn't work. I've been on it for a month, six months, whatever it is. It's not working. I'm not getting the relief I think I should be. What other options? Is there something to add to it? Something to take away? Something to try instead of? Ask your rheumatologist. Find out what they are recommending for treatments that you can try and that you can use. You're not going to fail anything. That's the one thing I'd like to see wiped out of the lexicon of words that people with axial spondyloarthritis use. You're not failing anything. You're a person that tried a medication that didn't work for you. End of story. Move on. So with that said, I really appreciate everyone listening. I can't tell you how great it is to hear from everybody Go out to spondypodcast.com, sign up for the uh, newsletter, feel free to read the articles, and if you have any questions, please reach out via the Contact Us page or Contact Me page. I think I've got it written up now, and I'd love to hear from you. Thank you, and have a wonderful week.